3: Ladies and gentlemen Live from the West Coast It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide Your inside look into combat sports Ring Talk Live Worldwide Brought to you by the WBC The World Boxing Council It is absolutely
4: necessary that we all get together We work together we respect each other. We like and love each other.
3: And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man
5: and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> Domingo Caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide in WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. Of course, I'm also a four-time Golden Gloves champion, so I can fight a little bit, or I used to be able to fight a little bit, and I've won some awards for my writing, so supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing, but I've always found out that the average boxing fan probably knows more than me, so I'm going to give you the opportunity to show me up here, open up the phone lines, toll-free, all around the world, one 800 878-7529. 878-7529. That's 1-80-878-759. Of course, there's also the, the guilt-free no commitment text line. You want to rip me, you want to compliment me, hmm, your call. 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again, 415-275-1613. Of course, the king of boxing in action last night, Canelo Alvarez snuffing out, of course, Billy Joe Sanders inside of eight rounds, who was a bit of a quit job in the minds of some people. But but you know, I'll go into that in depth after the break, but Once a guy's beaten, he's beaten. There's no sense to beat on him anymore. It's like a drum. Once a drum's been beaten and the skin's broken, there's no sense to beat on it anymore. The drum is done. Billy Joe Sanders was done. The bottom line is the fight ended after the seventh round. People were screaming. People were screaming, it's a quit job. It's a quit job. What do you want? You want this guy to get laid out? I mean, is that? So so bottom line is he's a human being. And you're looking at him like, "I, I want the entertainment factor. I want the entertainment factor. Guess what? You didn't get it last night if you were looking for somebody to get laid out. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live, worldwide, WBC Boxing TV.
1: That's 800-251-7460.
3: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
1: Pedro offers you his protection.
3: That's a sobering
6: thought.
5: The horns of the mighty Tower of Power bringing us back to the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. of course, first going be live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. This is a new concept, putting uh, Ring Talk... On WBC Boxing TV through stream, through the stream broadcast, of course, at at twitch.tv, through the World Boxing Council, of course, the WBC and Jose Suleiman, the originator, the man that started the WBC. You heard him at the the beginning of the show, of course, Mauricio Suleiman, the current president, and last night, the WBC champion in action, no doubt about the WBC franchise champion at 168 pounds. Talk about Canelo Alvarez, of course. Man, what can I say? Freckles. He was short. They picked on him when he was a kid because he was redheaded. I can see that because you know why? The Mexicans are still dogging him. The two, but I'm telling you, I couldn't believe it. All the Mexican heat he was getting after the fight. Why? What could he do? He won. I mean, what more do these people want? They want blood? I don't know. You know... I guess they want these old fighters looking like, you know, the fighters of 25 and 30 and 40 years ago, you know at these dinners like mumbles and like that. I don't want fighters like that. You know that's why we cut fights from 15 rounds to 12 rounds. We didn't cut it for the entertainment factor. We cut it for the safety factor and people don't want to go with that. They want blood, they want guts. Guess what? You want blood, you want guts. Go watch a USC fight. You'll get plenty of blood and guts there. Anyway, Canelo Alvarez, uh, eighth round, TKO stoppage. Of course, Mr. Uh, Billy Joe Sanders not coming out for the eighth round. Canelo now 56-1, and won a couple of draws at one loss. Of course, to Floyd Mayweather back in 2013 when he was as green as Guacamole, 38 KOs now. Of course, Mr. Sanders losing for the first time. He's not a bum like Hector Martinez tried to say he was, but he's now 30-1 14 KOs. And, you know, he's a front runner. frontrunner. Guys are front runners. That doesn't make them inferior fighters anything like that, because sometimes you can just front run and keep going for 10 rounds, 10, 12 rounds, and, you know, that's it. I mean, Oscar De La Hoya tried to be a front runner against Felix Trinidad at that time when he ran off those first five or six rounds, and he ran, he ran, ran like a girl, like jogging, running around the ring. Oscar, what are you doing? Of course, that was the, the night that Gil Clancy, the Hall of Fame trainer, the CBS television icon, he was telling Oscar, keep doing what you're doing. Like, like like those guys that told Marvin Hagler against Ray Leonard, the Petronelli brothers, keep doing what you're doing. You're losing. Don't keep doing what you're doing. Do something right. Bottom line is you needed to change your game plan, and Mr. Uh, Billy Joe Sanders couldn't do so afterwards. Of course, he quit. People say he quit. Yeah, he did quit. He resigned. It's honorable. There's no disgrace in that. I'm telling you, if you're hurt, and it really pisses me off that people think that they can spend 15 bucks to watch some fight on pay-per-view or on an app or that kind of stuff, and that gives them the justification to watch somebody get severely injured and or die. No. The entertainment factor is over once the fight is no longer competitive. Once the fighter is no longer competitive, it's time to stop the fight. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. We're hoping to get the retired HBO Godfather on in just a minute. Talk about Larry Merchant. We'll try to call him a couple more times. But Saunders, of course, coming to us from Tyson Fury's camp. He's a gypsy. I mean, that's the second gypsy, of course, to uh, uh, to have a heavyweight to have a championship. Of course, the other gypsy was the aforementioned Tyson Fury. Speaking of Tyson Fury, he looked good last night. If you were like. You know, leave it to Beavers' father. I mean, look like yeah, look like 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 somebody's dad. I mean, he's skinny, he's trim. There's no doubt about that. But the fight with Anthony Joshua—is it going to happen? I keep hearing, you know, it's going to happen in the Middle East. It's going to be in Dubai. I don't know why anybody would want to go back to Dubai, back to Dubai, because you've been there once, you don't want to go back. I've been there once. It was like 118 degrees during the winter time. The, it was like 118 during the wintertime, and they had nothing over there as far as women were concerned. You know, and I was single at the time and looking good, and, and they had nothing but hookers and burkas. That's it. You know, the, the girls that weren't wearing burkas were hookers, and the girls that were wearing burkas. Well, there was two types of girls working burkas. There was the old fashioned burkas, and there was a the Victoria's Secret's burkas. I thought those Victoria's Secret's burkas were pretty cool. But the bottom line is, I never want to go back to Dubai. In fact, I've had, I've been offered once, uh, i take them back twice to go back and. I lost a lot of money on that deal, and I don't ever want to go back to that country no matter what. I was sick in the hospital over there for a few days. It was just it was the most horrible road trip I've ever taken in my entire life. No doubt about that. You are tuned to the insiders look into the world of boxing, and of course, now they're asking about who's who's he gonna fight. I'm talking about, you know, Canelo Alvarez, who's he gonna fight now? Well, there really isn't a whole lot of guys for him to fight. I keep saying the, the Mexican fans keep saying we want him to fight. We want him. He's fought three times. He's going to fight four times this year. No superstar goes four times a year, not in this current edition of boxing. They just don't do it. It's not happening, okay? So he's fighting four times a year, which is two times more than most superstars fight in an average year, now in the era of pay-per-view and, of course, the apps and that kind of good stuff. And so the apps were jumping last night, the Zone zones the subscriptions went up considerably around the world, of course. 200 countries now, and they've taken over the UK. Used to be Sky Sports. Went over to the UK when I was hanging out in London, you know, doing the pub thing and all that kind of good stuff. Sort of a little weird over there, the pub thing. So they started like at 10 o'clock in the morning. These guys are drinking beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. I couldn't get into that. You know, I tried to get in, get in there for the atmosphere, but the bottom line is they're dead, dead serious about their boxing. In the U.K., they're dead serious about it. But last night, Billy Joe Sanders just couldn't deliver. Will Tyson Fury deliver against Andy Joshua? Well, that's a battle of, like, all of Britain. I mean, Joshua's from uh, Britain. Fury's from Britain. It's all a battle of Britain. It'll take place in probably uh, in Dubai. And, over. you know, there won't be a big crowd there. Maybe they like get fifteen or 20,000 people in an outdoor arena. And they're going to air-condition an outdoor arena. That's going to be something new. They're going to air-condition outdoor arena. Bottom line, it's a hellhole. You never, ever want to go back there unless you have to. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of uh, the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, we can't get him on the line right now. We're hoping to get him just a little bit later. Um, I want to mention this. Outside of David Benavidez, who do you really want Canelo to fight? Maybe Charlo? Well, you know, these guys, I mean, David Benavides, I talked about that a couple years ago. Benavides got, got the cocaine problem and didn't make weight for a fight. You know, a couple of things like that. Sir, we'll throw you off the main stage. In other words, you don't deserve a shot at the big guy if you're mucking up, you know. And he was mucking up. There was no doubt about it. I mean, the cocaine, the not being serious, not making weight for a fight, he tried to blame it on his training conditions. Bottom line is he didn't make weight. They took away the title. He's no longer the WBC Super Middleweight Champion. Of course, now that, cha- that championship lies in the hands of Canelo Alvarez. Last night he captured the WBO title, so I guess he's got every single belt in the world of boxing. There's no doubt about that. But pound for pound, can you deny him? Can you really deny him? You can't. And for the Mexicans, you know, the Mexicans are sort of split on this once again. The anti-Canelo folks, you want him to fight Charlo. Let Charlo come to 168 pounds. If you want him to fight Benavides, let Benavides win one more fight. Benavides has got, got what two fights going on as far as his cocaine comebacks are concerned. Let him do one more time. If they want to do it in November, I'm sure Canelo is available. Of course, Canelo is probably going to take on Caleb Plants for that, the last version of the last WBA or one of those last 168 pound titles. But after that, you know, there's no chance of him going back to 160. So if Mr. Charlo wants to jump up to the fast lane, he's got to come to 168 pounds. I never understood that. I, I'm just mind blown by that. The guy's saying that Canelo's got to drop in weight. Canelo's the king. You go to the king's house. The king doesn't come to you. You go to him. Mr. Charlo, you want a piece of that action? Maybe um, ask for... A catchweight fight, 165 pounds. You feel like 168 is too big for you. Try to get a fight at 165. Make him come down three pounds. Probably won't help you any because the bottom line is, I think Canelo beats them all. He beats Benavides maybe to the body because Benavides is long and rangy and this and that. But he pushes Benavides to the ropes. If Benavides to stay off those ropes, he's done. Charlo, Charlo, I think is an easier fight than Benavides. I really do. I don't think that he's got the intestinal fortitude, the experience, the acumen, the resume. It's just not there. It's just not there. He's fought a whole lot of guys like Pedro Fernandez and Annette Vega and and and, and Hector Martinez and and Paul Cuddy. A bunch of but you know, a bunch of people that are not really at that level fighting. Okay, and that's who he was fighting. But he needs to fight somebody good. Speaking of fighting somebody good. Demetrius Andrade crashed the post-fight press conference last night. We'll get to that in the next segment. Of course, Demetrius Andrade, at one point in time, a WBO champion at 154, a WBO champion at 160 pounds. But he's like king of the vacant titles. He never fought anybody. It's like, it's like Pat Lawler told me. I heard Pat Lawler the other day saying that he won seven Golden Gloves. Or Danny McGuire said he won seven Golden Glove championships in San Francisco. But, man, you didn't fight for seven championships. They gave them to you. I mean, they gave them to you. You didn't fight for those titles pisses me off when I hear people saying that kind of stuff. Because when I won four championships, I fought for every single one of those championships, okay? Nobody, I wouldn't take no Golden Glove Championship on a gift. Imagine, oh, you're the champion because nobody else wanted to fight in that weight class. Nah, 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 nah. In fact, you know, I moved up one year because at 139, I thought that was, you know, just, I I was killing everybody at 139. I did my Olympic thing, moved up to 147. And, of course, I got mm, sort of sidelined to 147, went back to 139 and won one more title. But moving up in weight, it was a challenge. Moving down in weight is probably what I should have done because people say to me, you know, you looked at the fact that I was fighting guys like Vincent Webb, and Vincent Webb was sort of built like Ray Leonard. And these guys are big, tall, and rangy, but we were 139 pounds. And when I looked at my junior welterweight body against his junior welterweight body, I said to myself, I should be at 132 pounds. But my best friend Hector Martinez was fighting at 132, so it was a bit rough. Anyway, bottom line is, we are talking boxing, MMA, or of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's one 800 878 also the guilt-free, No Commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV.
7: That's all I want to fight is serious challenges. we got respect for each other, mutual respect, fighter to fighter. But when it comes down to competition, we're both beasts. We're both lions in the jungle. And the best man has to win.
3: Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Uh,
8: How did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know.
5: The harmonizing sounds of the mighty Tower of Power. Check them out, of course, the East Bay Kings of Soul at TowerOfPower.com. Now we take it to the city of Angels, Southern California, bringing the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. And how are you doing? And how are you today, sir? Well, I'm
9: very good. It's Mom's Day, and um, we're Mom and, and Dad here, are over at our uh, daughter's place with mm-hmm. her two boys, or and her husband and her dog.
5: So it's um, America's best. It's Godmama's day. Yep. It's God. We'll give her my best, no doubt about that. Now, last night, of course, Canelo Alvarez in action. I thought he uh, performed admirably, stopping uh, his man inside of eight rounds. Of course, when Mr. Billy Joe Sanders didn't want to get off the stool for the eighth round. There's a lot of criticism by different boxing pundits that he quit and things like that. Larry there was, nothing was going to change if he got off that stool except him getting laid out maybe. I mean, so why, why well, continue?
9: Absolutely. Uh, his corner said he, after trying to open his eye, told the referee that they can't come out. It's, it was a one-punch a one knockout, in effect, mm-hmm. where he crushed him with a left hook. Uh, I don't get why there should be all, any, all of anything. It was a, it was a a good fight. Uh, it went as expected, uh, but Canelo I thought was masterful the way he
5: handled a difficult uh, high level opponent. You know there was there was Period. Little, yeah there was a little bit of controversy in the post fight press conference last night. In fact, Cuddy you ready to roll that cut? Let's hit that cut right now.
10: No, we knew who Billy was. We knew it was going to be complicated, especially in the early round. But like I said before, my fight was going to start from the seventh round and on.
6: Canelo. So, so when? So when can
11: we get something going on? Oh man. Job, man. Thank you, my man. Thank you
2: big
0: fan. Thank What's you.
2: What's up there? What I know. I know that. What we make it happen, what do, you think? what do you think?
11: Man, what you,
4: think? you fight with nobody. Okay. <laughs> hey, you are a champion, but are you? What? Wait, wait, you
11: avoided
6: that
4: fight. Hey, you yeah. fight with nobody, you man. You won the That You won the You with nobody. a lot
11: of people
5: Demetrius Andrade, the WB 160-pound champion, the clown prince of the night, no doubt about that. Larry, is that the only way he's going to get any play as a storm people at press conferences? Because I, I don't think much of him is a fighter. Do you? Nope. He's
9: he's he's earned what he's earned. Uh nobody wants to fight a guy who doesn't want to fight back. Good and, point. Um, and what we saw in, in the Brit last night was a guy who could box and was willing to engage, uh, and was holding his own through the first half of the fight. I thought,
11: Mm-hmm.
9: um, and that it was still up for grabs, and he got beat by a great fighter. So, P.S. P. That's the end of the story.
5: No, yeah, that's. And the,
9: and the other part of the story is, of course, seventy plus thousand people paid their way in to a fi- to a prize fight, and uh, maybe the rest of the country will take note.
5: Seventy thousand people. Now, somebody shot me an email. Or an email last night saying nobody was wearing masks. Is this going to be like the massive spread?
9: Well, uh, apparently in Texas, uh, they've uh, <laughs> li- lifted any uh, of those restrictions, uh, safety measures, um, and we'll we'll see if. There was a, a rush of that, but there was a young, it looked like a a young audience, and um, maybe it will be a test of whether uh, other ballparks can be filled in other games.
5: You know what's sort of cool about this is that the seventy thousand people that that they that were there um it is a younger crowd they look like a younger crowd and boxing needs the young people you and i know that in order for this to this sport to thrive we need young participants we need young fans and there was a while there i think when the when the uh, demographics of, of boxing were like almost over 40 wasn't it uh,
9: it's it probably but um canelo is one of a kind right now and uh Mexicans and Americans and and boxing fans everywhere can relate to him, um, and he just performed against the. If, if he was less, a little bit less of a fighter, he would He could have lost last night. Um, so I just salute him, and um, I'm happy to see that kind of that that kind of scene in boxing, and hopefully we can see more of it. Okay,
5: And you know what I thought was really smart, as far as the promoters were concerned, Godfather, was that they staged two walkout bouts after the main event. In other words, you don't have the entire crowd leaving the arena at the same time. Some stick around. That causes less confrontation less people in the lobbies, this and that. And had they done that, maybe at a Mike Tyson fight back in the 90s, we wouldn't have had some of those riots. But I thought that was just a good move last night.
9: Well, the Brits know how to do it. And uh, they have had you know, massive fights like like this in Britain, uh, when uh, their elite fighters uh, are on display. So, uh, I just thought it all went well. I found myself uh, entertained mm-hmm. as as by the by the whole scene and as well as the fight.
5: Okay, now there's two I
9: got, I got my money's worth. Yeah.
5: There's two people there's two people that that I guess are on on a short list really to fight um Canelo Alvarez as far as alleged superstars concerned, one would be Mr. Charlo and the other would be of course David Benavides. I don't know if they're so-called superstars yet, but those are the two fights that people seem to want to see. I mean, after he takes care of Caleb Plant, I think he's going to have Caleb Plant on, on on the plate next and after that, um he'll probably go after Mr. Benavides. So uh, people say there's nobody out there for him to fight but those are the two guys and if they want to fight can, you know Benavido's got to stay off the cocaine and Canelo's and, and Charlo's got to come to 168 pounds I mean Carl, Charlo said a couple weeks ago on the internet he wants Canelo to come to 160 you know that's a dream they ain't gonna happen
9: oh yeah he's gonna dictate to uh, yeah. Canelo yeah right Al uh, <laughs> uh listen uh, I think uh, uh, there are some good middle who would be happy to fight him at 68.
5: Yeah, and I think that's where the money's at. And with that being said, Godfather, I'm going to let you go back to your, your Mother's Day party, kiss the Godmama not once but twice for me, okay, and and give her my best and tell her I have nothing but—I tell her I really thank her for allowing you to come on the show each week, and I take time away <laughs> from—I know—listen, I take time away from her. I realize that. You guys are reading the paper and this and that, and I interrupt your morning, so I appreciate I appreciate you both, really. Thank you, and Happy Mother's Day to you. The retired HBO godfather, Mr. Sel- Mr. Larry Merchant himself. Why am I snubbing words this morning? Who knows? I'm stumbling around here. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Checking your inside, looking into the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, May 15th, coming up, boxing on Showtime. Luis Neri, the undefeated 122-pound title holder. Guy's a good-looking fighter, WBC champion. Of course, taking on Brandon Figueroa. Figueroa's no bum. Of course, Heather Hardy and Jessica Camaro. I guess those are going to be chicks hooking it up at 135 pounds. That's May 14th, UFC Fight Pass. May 15th as well, Terry Harper versus Hun Yun, Hun Mi Choi. Hun, okay, Hun Mi Choi, WBC and WBA female super featherweight titles. So in other words, women's boxing is rocking and rolling, and I think it's cool. As long as women can fight, as long as they entertain, as long as they deliver. If they sit there and they slap, and they do, I'm not into that. If I want to see that, I'll go to a bar and watch women fight, okay? I want to watch women fight professionally. In other words, fight like pros. In other words, you know? Be able to knock people out, hit people with punches that have leverage on them, things like that. But for a long time there, boxing was sort of waning as far as the females were concerned. I got nothing but a whole lot of bums. That, I mean, that's Hector calls them bums. Those girls were bums. They couldn't punch, they couldn't fight, they couldn't throw more than one punch at a time. In other words, women's boxing sort of sucked after Christy Martin and Lucia Riker retired. But now we've got some girls going to Ciencetes Estrada. She talks more smack than I did when I was in my prom. I love her, man. She's like a 105-pound champion. She's going to rock and roll. Um, Oscar De La Hoya's got her. Of course, the Golden Boy. Speaking of the Golden Boy, people thought he was on cocaine a couple of weeks ago when he did that telecast or cocaine or or booze or whatever you know he was obviously uh inebriated from some substance and that's more power to him but but man don't go on tv like that okay i mean you know you're supposed to be somewhat of a hero yeah we got the pictures of you and in, in, in fishnets and all that stuff oscar de la fishnets we got those pictures we still have those pictures remember i discovered those pictures first and i sent them to you i sent them to emmanuel stewart to look at first amanda stewart looked at those pictures and he said that's oscar and then I premed the pictures at ringtalk.com. But the bottom line is you were in denial on that one. Remember that one, Oscar? And then, of course, you dropped the lawsuit after you accused my Russian hooker friend of lying. She wasn't lying. She was telling the truth. Butt plugs rule with Oscar De La Hoya. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV.
11: Sugar I feel nice. I feel nice.
7: I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800 500 8384
1: 800 760 That's 800-760-1845. Come on,
12: you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you.
3: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline.
9: Oscar, to his credit, fought everybody. Um, You didn't hear about him ducking this guy or that guy. Uh, He lost some fights to some elite fighters, but he fought everybody. And uh, he's an important figure historically in the sport. Uh, because he was, the way he looked, the way he w- was marketed as a crossover star, how many people loved him. Um, I think I've told you the story of being in a taxi in Barcelona and the guy had some little boxing gloves hanging from a hook. And my wife asked him, uh, who your favorite fighter? Oscar de la Olla. In Barcelona, Spain. So he was, a, he was a, a lightning presence in the game, and he fought some damn good fights. Maybe not the greatest of the greats, but he was a damn good fighter who put on entertaining fights.
5: Horns of the Mighty Tower of Power. Check them out. Brand new album, of course, on the soul side of town, towerofpower.com. Emilio Castillo and the boys kicking asses. 1968. Yeah, they debuted at the San Mateo County Fair, of course. The San Mateo County Fair no longer happened. And it was sort of cool when the fair happened. You can go down to see all the entertainment, watch horse races, that kind of good stuff. And my aunt always won the cookie competition. So straight up, I miss Auntie Julie, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. We take it to the East Coast, folks, and bring in a Hall of Fame trainer. No doubt doubt about that. Mr. Aaron Snow. Aaron, how's life treating? How's your mom? Well, my mother's good, and I want to wish all the mothers out there happy mother's day well deserved well but i'm doing fine pedro okay how How are you doing i'm doing okay how old is mom now mom is 94 years old brother 94 and and
4: yeah she still got it she's uh she don't take no medicine or anything like that and uh she still got a good mind and uh She's still giving the Lord His praise and still doing the Lord's work, so she's she's
5: doing fine. Well, you are you are definitely a lucky young man. There's no doubt about that. Let's take let's talk about before I go go talk about your career, I want to go into that to an extent. Last night, Canelo Alvarez's performance against Billy Joe Sanders. how after eight rounds, Sanders quit, uh, and I thought it was rightful. I mean, I don't I'm not for guys going out and taking a licking after they're already beaten. Once the fight's over, it's over in my mind for those bloodthirsty fans that wanted him to go out there and get annihilated or to get dropped or get really hurt. This is a human being, not just a fighter, okay? Bottom line is, well, what was your impression of it?
4: Well, he was hurt. Uh, anytime you got a cracked orbit, is, it's a, a tremendous uh, injury where, you know, that, that crack starts bringing blood down in the nose cavity. You have blood uh, dripping back in the back of your mouth, man and it's excruciating pain man that's uh second and none so you know that right hand that uh canelo alvarez uh, throws um and plus you could see canelo alvarez been working on uh his craft you can see his technique was better in his feet position uh, on the southpaw where he was able to uh throw punches uh uh, the correct way, and you can tell because they, when they were landing, they were, uh, he was punching
5: through his target. Yeah, exactly, and, punch, uh, punch through the target is what you want to do. Aaron Snow is our guest, Mr. Hall of Fame, no doubt about that. Hey, well how do you feel about Mike Tyson doing this comeback thing with his, this exhibition? Do you think he should do more than one, or should they be really fighting? Or What's your, what's your take on that?
4: Well, you, you know, in the past, uh, fighters have done uh, exhibitions all the time, as you well know, Pedro uh jack johnson when he was 68 he did one in new york would be his last and final one with uh jill burnett uh, uh for a fundraiser that he did uh for war bonds in the community and stuff like that but uh mike tyson um to see him out just even at at that age um still wanting to fight is good uh his body don't look sloppy. No. It's a different story if a guy not training right, if he had a fat belly or, you know, he's not working out, he's not trying to hone his skills at this day of the game. I would say leave it alone. But, you know, he, his uh, exhibition with Roy Jones, he, you, you know, at that age he, he looks uh, good. Uh, physically, and he climbed in the ring, and, and he looks good. And don't forget, Roy Jones was and, an active fighter, even though he was getting beat. Uh, he's here, no, room, no, no, room, no, no, room, no. The no. whole, so so he was active.
5: Hold, hold on, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Roy Jones. They, they should. He needed a bra that night. I mean, he had bigger. He had bigger tits than the girl I'm looking across from. I kid you not. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I, I just was blown away by that. That he showed up. You know, jiggly like that. I mean, he had a chance to, I thought, to make a statement. And now, of course, last night Roy was on zone doing his thing as far as the commentator is concerned. But Roy, I think, should leave boxing alone. Um, Mike Tyson wants to fight Evander Holyfield, or Evander Holyfield wants to fight Mike Tyson. He's going to take on Kevin McBride. The last time I saw Tyson fighting in a ring, he was against Kevin McBride, and, and the, the Irishman beat him. And I felt yeah, re- I felt really bad about that because, you know, I think I could have beat Kevin McBride. Sorry, but that's just the way I felt. He, I mean, he, he brought nothing to the dance, but the fact he was big.
4: Well, you know, you, 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 when you fail to prepare, you prepare for failure. You know, uh, a lot of things that going on in Mike ty- Tyson's life uh, at that time, um, he wasn't the same man. It looks like he's gotten his act um, and his head back together. Uh, with his family, with Kiki, she's done a, a magnificent job uh, with Mike um, to get him wholesome mean. You know this month is uh, uh, the month mental awareness month for mental health. Mm-hmm. And you know Mike Tyson has his problems with mental health.
11: We all do. Uh, we
4: all well, do. Well, yeah, well, I'm an advocate of it because uh, uh, it runs in my family. My grandmother was uh, had a, a nervous breakdown, was put in a, a mental institution. Yeah. and uh, So we're advocates for that and to see all the things and trials and tribulations that Mike Tyson has been through in his life of over 50-some years and that he's still able at this stage of the game just to even – uh, put something together to do something like this and have his body look in the way that it looks talks about commitment and talks about, in the past, the type of heavyweight champion Mike Tyson would be. He still got a chance because, you know, the last thing a, a fighter loses is his punch. You know, like George Foreman, the oldest um, heavyweight champion of the world. Um, he showed that even though he was an an older champion, is that the, the to statement? The last thing that goes on a punch on a on a guy is his punch, and they may ne- they may never lose that. And George Foreman proved that, and Mike Tyson uh, will prove it. You could see at times he slowed up on Roy and stuff like that, but uh, that's his to his credit that he's able to make adjustments like that in that. Real vicious killer instinct, where all the time he just wanted to kill, 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 and stop, and instead of putting his wheels and skills together of hitting and not getting hit. And I think at this stage of the game with Roy Jones, he, he showed that.
5: Aaron Snow is our guest, of course, the Hall of Fame trainer. And Aaron, I got to ask you, um, pound for pound, who is the best fighter in the world outside of Canelo Alvarez? On this era? Yeah, right now.
4: Right now, uh, there's no doubt Canelo Alvarez. Is,
5: yeah, is, but num- uh, who's on, number two? On the, no, who's number two? Of all time? No, right now. Of who's number two?
4: Uh, right now, uh, I can say uh, right now, between, you know, we've got to go with um, uh, in between Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua. You know, the heavyweight division, you know, them guys. Uh, they got some talent up there and uh, with guys that can punch guys that are winning and undefeated. So it, it don't go too far from them guys. And that big fight over there that they're trying to put together, trying to make it happen. Boxer needs that.
0: Yeah,
11: he, When he... the
4: heavyweight division is going well, um, you see a good fight with two big guys with uh, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. That's what the game uh, needs. And, they're right in line for pound for in that pound for pound list okay. uh, of the fighters that are active today.
5: You know, you you talked about Roy, uh, Mike taking a little easy on Roy there, and it was an exhibition. We tried to get Lionel Butler to do the I forget it was like one of the <laughs> yeah. We tried to get Lionel Butler to do one of the Rocky movies. I remember, and like he was killing these guys. I think he knocked out Stallone or something like that in the gym. So they he like they got rid of him after one day.
4: Yeah, Lion, Lion, Lionel Butler Lionel Butler is <laughs> is a character. He could punch, uh, and no question about that. But it was uh, his other things in, in his life that troubled him where he couldn't really make a real run at that heavyweight championship no. of the world. And, you know, and, his, it was just his personal life, his social life. He never could get that uh, in order to make a real run at the title. But Mike Tyson... It seems that he has gotten all of that together. And hats off to him and his family. And he's still trying to show his kid that, you know, dad, you know, can do it. And and that's a blessing, man, when at this stage of the game where you've been the youngest heavyweight champion of the world, you done had uh, trials and tribulations in your life. And when you're knocked down, dragged out in the gutter, Nobody thinks you can pull it together and bow. God give you a brand new spark, like the eyes of the phoenix. He rises and give you a brand new spark. You know, and Mike Tyson got the brand new spark. Let Let's see how he can keep on going and keep on doing that. Now you got to remember, uh, Pedro, back when Mike Tyson was young, custom model had Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson spar together up during the catch field. And um, you know, after and then after um years later then they fought for uh you know, the championship with Lennox Lewis uh winning. So they're familiar with each other. They have a, a good long extensive background with each other, they know each other very well. And I wanna see uh what Lennox Lewis can uh do without a great trainer like Emmanuel Stewart in his corner who had who had guided him, direct him through uh his career, uh, to that rise to greatness. And without that great trainer around that gave him a lot of insights and when to do this and when to do that, uh uh who cry. was uh Basically, uh, a person who would think and help him and guide him through that.
5: You know, you, uh, I really looking
4: for to have a great championship.
5: When you bring up Emmanuel on this show, you, you get me, you get me a little emotional. So let's not go, let's not go, <laughs> let's not go there with manual. I miss him so much. I just do. Hey, so you said Mike Tyson's got the spark. He does have the spark. He's got some weed going on. Have you smoked any yet? <laughs>
4: no, I don't get high on my own supply. Uh, you know, so told me he said. Uh, you know, I, I don't need it, and I don't know if he, if he really does it. Uh, or but, no, no, Aaron,
5: Aaron marijuana is getting a bad rap. Of all the drugs that are out there, the most, most benign of anything that's out there. And, and as far as, you know, I mean, come on, you can't even judge. I look at my friends that have drank and the friends that have smoked weed. Guess what? The guys that smoke weed still look good. The guys that drank don't.
4: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not saying that, but in sport and play, there's a stigma uh, that's put on Uh, athletes that uh, use uh, sportsmen hands and drugs
11: and and smoke
4: weed and all that. Hey, look, if if we're going to say certain things about certain things, Benton's legal and Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's no doubt about that, that uh, Pete Rose uh, was a credit to the game of, of baseball and just for, for, for a gambling thing, gambling's illegal. You can bet on sports anywhere around. Yeah. And the way that he played the game, uh, always on that aggressive way to win. And to say other less than that, that Pete Rose was uh, uh, shading or doing something uh, less than that, is absolutely wrong. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame.
5: Good point. I've had Pete Rose on this show. In fact, Don King introduced me to Pete Rose. Got to run. All the best to Aaron Snall. God bless you. All right, God bless you, and happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there. The Hall of Famer himself, Mr. Aaron Snow, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV.
12: I used to love hot days. Anything Anything that's bad for a pitcher, I liked.
1: That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You're listening to
3: Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline. The guitar, the Maddie, Jeff Camelier, Pleasant Hill,
5: California, was what he calls home, of course, Tower of Power, Jefferson Starship. Jeff's been around, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. 45 years ago yesterday, May 8th, Carlos Zarate, the explosive thin man, he was like 40-0 with 38 knockouts. I mean, he was a massive fighter. You know all about that. Of course, he captured his first world title, the first WBC title, when he captured the WBC bantamweight championship by stopping Rodolfo Martinez. Martinez came in at 43-3, one draw, 35 KOs. Here's what's funny: Martinez was like uh, five foot two. Zarate was five foot eight, but Martinez had longer arms than Zarate. I mean, was Carlos a bit of a physical freak? Yes, he was, no doubt about that. But he retired 66 and four with 63 KOs, and two of those losses were stone cold ripoffs. I mean, one fight, that fight with Lupi Pintor that he had. Good Lord, those guys should have been arrested for that for scoring that fight. That was really a bad fight. Hour number two, we're talking about the upcoming week in boxing, of course. May fifteenth, May twenty second, May twenty second. You got to get this one. ESPN. Josh Jose Ramirez, of course, undefeated, hundred forty pound title holder, taking on the equal uh, is equal equal at hundred forty pounds. Josh Taylor, of course, from the UK. Both these guys to hook it up for the undisputed hundred forty pound championship, hundred forty pound championship, junior welterweight championship. World going down. ESPN. May twenty second, of course. You've got to have. ESPN. ESPN or ESPN Plus. You don't have either app, you're sort of screwed. The Zone, same thing. Dazn. I try to tell my friends, they go, "Hey, what, what channel is a fight on?" They're not on fight. They're not on channels anymore. You got to get hit with the computer apps, baby. That's where it's at. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live worldwide forthcoming. We'll bring in Kenny Snow, uh, air, the guy. We'll bring in Kenny Rainford. From the U.K., Sir Kenneth Rainford and more on hour number two of Ring Talk Live World West. Stay tuned on Twitch.tv, Sportsline, USA channel, iHeartRadio, like a thousand other internet platforms. Our number two of Ring Talk and WBC Boxing TV, forthcoming after the news.
6: USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott.
13: China's space agency says most of the remains of its Long March 5B rocket burned up during re-entry in the Indian Ocean in South Asia on Sunday morning Beijing time. People in Jordan, Oman and Saudi Arabia reported sightings of debris piercing the early dawn skies over the Middle East. The rocket carried the main module of China's first permanent space station into orbit on April 29th. A pipeline that runs from Texas to New Jersey, pumping more than 100 million gallons a day and delivering roughly 45% of the fuel for the East Coast is offline because of a ransomware attack. Colonial Pipeline carries gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Senator Elizabeth Warren says she will run for re-election for her Senate seat in 2024. Joe Biden is running for re-election. I plan on helping him, and I plan on staying in the Senate. The Massachusetts Democrat on CBS Boston. This is USA Radio News.
2: Maybe you've heard about MediShare and you know what it is, it's the affordable alternative to health insurance, but you've wondered, can I really save a significant amount of money on my monthly health care bills? And the answer is an emphatic, yes, you can, you can save a lot of money, whether it's just for you or for an entire family, MediShare has an option for you. In fact, the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. very refreshing right now. If you want more info, it's so simple. You can get a price within two minutes. Call 844-34-BIBLE. That's 844-34-BIBLE. 844-34-BIBLE.
13: Senator Mitt Romney was censured this weekend by the Republican Party in Weber County, Utah, for voting to convict former President Donald Trump in the Senate's second impeachment trial earlier this year. Romney, the only Republican who voted to convict Trump during the first impeachment trial last year, said he voted again to convict in February because he believed Trump attempted to, quote, corrupt an election to keep oneself in power. The death toll from a bombing outside a school in the Afghan capital of Kabul has risen to 68, officials say Sunday, with doctors struggling to care for 165 injured victims and families searching desperately for missing children. Explosions on Saturday evening shook a neighborhood home to a large community of Shiites who have been targeted by the terrorist group ISIS in the past. A car bomb was detonated in front of a school and two more bombs exploded when students rushed out in panic. Officials said most of those killed were schoolgirls. Fifteen people have been killed in a landslide at a gold mine in Northeast Guinea. This is USA Radio News.
10: Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com.
13: Former Delaware Governor, State and U.S. Representative, and Republican presidential candidate Pierre DuPont has died at the age of 86. His former chief of staff said today that Pete died at his home in Wilmington after a long illness. Scottish's First Minister promises another referendum on independence after winning a parliamentary
0: election. The Leader of Scotland says she will hold a second independence referendum after the COVID pandemic subsides. After gaining seats in the Scottish Parliament in Saturday's election, Scottish National Party Leader and First Minister Nicola Sturgeon said she intends to give people in Scotland the right to choose their future. The SNP held on to control of Parliament, winning for the fourth straight election. Sturgeon did not lay out a timeline for holding a referendum. In a 2014 referendum, Scottish voters supported remaining a constituent country of the United Kingdom by a 55 to 44 percent vote. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki.
13: President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris remembered their moms on this Mother's Day.
3: My mom was always about honor, about responsibility. She used to uh, say, you know, Joey, the greatest virtue of all is courage. There's courage you couldn't love with abandon. She'd talk about how that... Oh, she enjoyed in
11: She had two goals in her life, to raise her two daughters and end breast cancer. She was a breast cancer researcher, and she worked very long hours in that lab.
13: Thank you, moms, on this Mother's Day. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott.
1: That's 800-410-4771.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council.
4: But it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what, that's why boxing is the way it is.
3: And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. He comes on damn near parpedos full steam ahead, Pedro Fernandez. Damacy Caballeros, bienvenidos.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, I'm also, I am your host. I'm also an award-winning writer and a four-time Golden Glove champion. In other words, I can fight a little bit. I can write a little bit. So, supposedly, I know a little bit about boxing, but I defer to the boxing fans. So, I've got this open phone line for you. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You can get your, uh, your voice in here. You can impart on the show. It's your call also you can text us here in the studio. The text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415 415-275- 275 one six one three. Of course, Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Sanders, that's in the rearview mirror. Of course, Billy Joe Sanders suffering broken orbital bones last night. And, of course, people say to me, oh, he quit like a dog. In fact, Hector was screaming that he quit like a dog. I can't believe it. These guys are just bloodthirsty boxing fans. Like, you know, I mean, these are guys, you never, they never took those severe ass whoopings in their life. I mean, they always sat ringside, and they were managers and trainers and that kind of good stuff. But they never took the ass whoopings themselves. Okay, that's because they had decent ability, but the bottom line is, you don't say a guy quit like a dog when he has a broken orbital bone. Bottom line is, the fight was over. Once the competition ends, the fight should end. Guess what? He's a human being, not a piece of garbage. He's a human being. Treat him like a human being. The end of the night, Canelo Alvarez is a better fighter, pound for pound, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, I'll bring you Sir Kenneth Rainford, and we'll go primetime with Eddie Croft in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Watching the man
11: with the fast feet. Got the in the fat. Down to the nightclub, uh-huh. You can get what
10: you want. You can Your outdoor experiences could be better. Clearly better. Kanan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Kanan's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses. And they're nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Kanan sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Kanan designs and manufactures our high performance eyewear to be clearly better than any sunglasses you've tried before. Use the exclusive code KananCast15 at Kanan.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T. 1-5 Canaan Clearly better
6: Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business.
1: It's been proven in one study after another that multitasking makes you about 3,000 times less productive. So don't let yourself or your employees fall into it don't think you can absorb information from a podcast while also going through your email or deal with your Twitter notifications while you're on a conference call with your suppliers. By doing one thing at a time, you'll find that you actually get more done in a day and that you'll make fewer mistakes that you have to go back and deal with later. And that's your Dell Small Business Report.
7: It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere. Plus, top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business
3: Month savings. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is the baritone saxophone of the funky doctor himself,
5: Stephen McKenzie Kupka. Funky Doctor wrote some good songs like Soul Vaccination. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Floyd Mayweather back in the news. And not for anything good, he's going to fight guy, fight some guy by the name of Logan Paul. Logan Paul couldn't lick a stamp if you wet his tongue. Okay, he couldn't. He couldn't spell fight if you gave him all the letters and put it on a piece of paper and said, Spell fight! He couldn't spell it! He couldn't, okay? But yet Floyd's going to engage him. He's a YouTuber type of guy, YouTube fight. So he's not a fighter. He's had one fight, he lost to one fight. So Floyd's going to fight this guy that's bigger than him, sort of looks like a bit of a lumberjack, this and that, and they're going to do it on pay-per-view. And guess what? Some of you people are going to pay for it. I can't believe it. I can't believe you would pay for Floyd Mayweather. I just can't. I mean, if he was a porno movie, if he was in, porno, in, in, in pornography, like, you know, X-rated movies, there would never be a money shot. Because with Floyd Mayweather, the action stops when the bell rings. In other words, if he was doing movies, the action would stop when the Camera went on. I mean, there's one in the same. He's just totally unentertaining to me. He's never. Listen, there isn't one fight out there that I want to see Floyd Mayweather fight again. Not one. I mean, Castillo, maybe he had the fight with Castillo. It was a rough rumble the first time around. He won the second. I'm no doubt about that. But there's not one fight that I say to myself, you know what? I'm sitting here at YouTube, kicking back at home, you know, doing something maybe illegal, slightly illegal. Not anymore. And, you know, I want to watch some fights. I never want to watch a Floyd Mayweather fight. Why would I want to watch a Floyd Mayweather fight unless... I needed to go to sleep unless I was a tweaking crack addict, unless I was hooked out on methamphetamine and I've been awake for two weeks and I need something to put me to sleep. Guess what? Floyd will put you to sleep and not with knockout power like Roberto Duran or Tommy Hearns or Sugar Ray Leonard or Marvin Hagler. Any of the great fighters, because those guys were great fighters, truly great fighters, epic fighters, iconic fighters. Floyd Mayweather, not so much, just not so much. Has he made a lot of money? Absolutely. Has he made more money than anybody else? Absolutely. Does he deserve to win that money? Does he deserve to make that kind of money? If you can make it, you deserve it. So he deserved to make it. There's no doubt about it. Do I wish he would just go away? Yes. I've been wishing that for a long, 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 long time. I mean, I can't believe these keeps going and going. I mean, this is a guy I saw having an emotional breakdown. He was crying. He was crying, weeping when he lost to, I think it was, Augie Sanchez over at the Olympic trials in 1996 and in in, uh the jack london uh... jack london square over there in in oakland california okay so He lost his fight. He started crying. He had this big emotional breakdown. Shelly Finkel, the guy with the money, was trying to get into a a deal with Floyd at that point in time. So he was kissing Floyd's ass. I'll take care of it, Floyd. I'll take care of it, Floyd. So Floyd lost in the Olympic trials, and then they allowed him to come back in the box office. They pick a a special athlete in the box office, and they come back and fighting the Olympic trials championship. That's how Floyd Mayweather got into the Olympics. I'm not trying to say he went back or anything like that. But he lost in the Olympic trials, and he broke down like a little baby. He was crying, snibbling. I couldn't move. Mmm. I, I wish I had videotaped. I wish we had uh, phones back then with cameras. We had phones in 1996, but they were like bricks. Okay, they weren't phones with cameras in them. A lot of money is Mayweather, the most undesirable guy as far as boxing is concerned. As far as I'm concerned, I never want to see him fight ever again. I don't even want to see the dude. When I see him on t- In fact, you know what would be sort of cool? Is if this guy, Logan Paul, stepped on his foot and knocked him out. Because I think that's the only chance that Logan Paul has. In other words, Logan Paul standing there, right, steps on his foot, and hits Floyd Mayweather on the chin and knocks him out. Because he's a 190-pound guy, and if he hits Floyd on the chin, he's still getting hit by a 190-pound guy, okay? And, you know, Floyd will crumble, I think. There's no doubt about that. I think that Floyd can't take the shots of a bigger guy if he can punch with leverage. But this isn't a boxer. This is a YouTube guy. So, what do I try to tell you? Looks like a clown show. This absolutely looks like a clown show. Now, as far as the opponents are concerned for Canelo Alvarez, I keep getting texts here, hot texts. Benavides is a guy. Yes, no doubt about that. Of course, David Benavides, we talked about that earlier. WBC super middleweight champion at one point in time until he couldn't make weight, until he started sniffing that cocaine. And Hector said to me, this morning, you know, so many years, Canelo's the exception to rule, everybody does cocaine. No, not everybody does cocaine, Hector. Not everybody does cocaine. The bottom line is not everybody does. And Benavides has cleaned up his act. Mauricio says he's clean. Of course, Mauricio sort of got him, uh, WBC is the one that popped him on the cocaine. I think they heard that he might have been partying a little bit too much. So they said, guess what, we're going, to have, we're going to ask you for a random drug test. They so asked him for a random drug test. He tested positive for cocaine. Of course, coke only stays in your system for 72 hours. So for... Three days prior to that drug test, he had been doing some blow. Well, guess what? He's off the blow. He's back to working hard. Of course, coming off that uh, fight a couple of months ago, where he looked mm, somewhat impressive. You know, i mean still undefeated, no doubt about that. And the ex-WBC super middleweight champion, when he hooks it up with Canelo Alvarez, this will be the battle for all of Mexico. We have a Mexican-American against a Mexican national. I'm going to make some good numbers, no doubt about that. As far as Canelo's next opponent is concerned, it will probably be Caleb, Prent- C- Caleb Plant. He's got a 168-pound title. I'll go into that in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Once again, open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, June the 5th in Miami, Florida, Evander Holyfield taking on Kevin McBride. Of course, the aforementioned Kevin McBride. This guy's a slob. I mean, this is a big old Irish dude. He—I'm— I was looking at him when Mike Tyson fought him, and then he, Mike Tyson just quitting him, So I couldn't believe it. It was like a nightmare. I'm saying to myself, "How could Mike Tyson lose to Lemieux, or lose to Alumix, or lose to a guy that's like Lurch in the Adams Family?" That's probably that's the best way I can describe Kevin McBride athletically. Lurch in the Addams Family. And that's not much. Anyway, he's going to take on the real deal, Amanda Holyfield. Of course, Holyfield and I go back to what May of 1984 with the Olympic tri- Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, and and I'm bitching about the pancakes. And Evander Holyfield was bit from the hood, so he was just happy to be eaten. You hear what I'm saying? But I was bitching about the food, me being from I wasn't from the hood. I was bitching about the food. Evander said to me, "Man, just sit down and eat your food." No, I sat down and ate because that was the first time we met, May 1984. And of course, Evander Holyfield now coming back against Kevin McBride. The eventual goal is to hook it up with Mike Tyson. Wow, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. For a uh, a third fight, would it be a real fight or would it be an exhibition? Do they want to fight with those big pillow gloves or do they want to fight with real gloves and no headgears? Bottom line is, these guys want to hook it up and they can pass doctor's physicals. I'm game for that, no doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV, of course. Next up, Sir Kenneth Rainford from the U.K. talking U.K. boxing and more, live on Ring Talk Worldwide.
3: Ring Talk, live worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council.
1: Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290 800-693-8290 800-693-8290 That's 800-693-8290 Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the
3: World Boxing Council.
5: 22 and a half minutes past the hour. This is hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Of course, we come to you live and delayed, both on Twitch.tv, the Twitch.tv, the Sports on USA channel, of course, on iHeartRadio as well. Of course, Sirius XM, satellite radio channel 217. You name it, we're there. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Let's take it from the west coast of the United States to the UK and bring in our ace, Sir Kenneth Rainford. How are you this morning, Sir Kenneth? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine now. Your boy last night um, had a broken orbital bone. People were criticizing the ending of that fight. You know, I had no criticism whatsoever. Once a guy's beaten, he's beaten. There's no sense for a guy to take additional damage. No, I, I agree
6: with you wholeheartedly, but the, the thing about that the surprised
8: me about the fight was the scorecards. I, I know it wasn't an exciting fight or nothing like that, but I, I, had, um, I, had, I had our guy slightly ahead. Um, in fact, not slightly. I gave him most, most of, the, of the first six rounds. Canelo just walked him down and didn't really do much until the seventh round where he turned the steam on. And then, obviously, that's when he'd done the damage to the body and the eye. And, uh, and they they pulled him out of there before he you know he, he, would, he would have got he would have gotten hurt there's no two ways about that but I found the scorecards quite quite remarkable.
5: Well you know I, I argued with a couple of people on the phone this morning they didn't think that he was piling up any rounds. I thought he was piling up rounds but as one guy said he was sort of like sparring it was sort of like a sparring event for him until he got cracked. He was sparring Billy Joe Sanders, until he got cracked and he was taken real serious. But at the end of the day, of course, I thought he put up a a decent effort. People say that he quit in the corner. He just can't. You know, Kenny, people that haven't been punished and haven't been hurt and haven't been put in that type of position have no idea. They're just looking for the entertainment factor. They want to see some guy get laid out.
8: Yeah, that's correct. You know, I I once had a perforated eardrum um, my God, that was one of the one of the worst injuries, you, you, you know, I could have had in, in boxing. But to the layman looking on the outside of the ring, it just looked like he got caught with, you know, a punch around the head.
5: You know, speaking of punches in, in the eardrum, Barry McGuigan had a broken eardrum going into the Stevie Cruz fight back in 1996, I believe. And Barney Eastwood, the promoter, called me in the morning of the fight after the weigh-in and says, Pedro, um, I think Barry's got a broken eardrum. What do you think? I said, I don't think he should be fighting. What happened that night? Barry got beat.
8: Yeah, yeah, and the same the same thing happened with Larry Holmes when he fought Mike Weaver.
5: What? what explain that to me.
8: Well, when, when when Holmes fought Mike Weaver, I think it was the second or third round, he took a blow to the eardrum, and it absolutely obliterated his eardrum. And he fought he fought the entire fight. Number one, he he wasn't 100%. He was feeling sick, but to, on top of that, to have a bust eardrum. Uh, and go 12 rounds with Mike Weaver in the uh, in the Madison Square Garden was, was, you know, looking back, was quite some feat to come back to, to clinch the win.
5: Yeah. Um, June the 5th, of course, we've got pay-per-view going on in Miami, Florida, Tiafimo Lopez versus Joe Ke- George Cambosas. Last time I saw Cambosas, he was fighting your guy from the U.K., Lee Selby. What was up with that split decision that night? I mean, come on, man. I mean, I thought that he routed Selby.
8: Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. There's no two ways about it, but... Again, you know, you, you, get a, you get some iffy judging nowadays, as you know. <laughs> well, the, Dan,
5: good, good, the veteran Daniel Vanderwell was on one card, and Yuri Kopsev was the other judge. But the judge ahead at 115-114 for Selby, Bob, uh, Phil Edwards. Um, Phil, we'll just leave it at that. Anyway, so yeah. we've got Kambosis taking on Teofimo Lopez. Of course, this is for the WBC. I take that back for the World Lightweight Championship. Um, what gives here?
8: I don't really know. Um, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, uh, I'm, I'm stuck on that one. I'm really stuck on that one. Okay,
5: all right. Let's move it up. Now, what's happening with the heavyweights? I mean,
8: the battle of UK, Tyson Fury,
5: uh, Anthony uh, Joshua. I saw Fury oh on TV. I, I,
8: I'm, you know, like you say, we say, it's almost on a weekly basis now. They're going to announce the fight. They're going to. I'm told by Steve Woods, a uh, promoter who works with with Eddie Hearn, he's VIP Promotions. He, he tells me that there's definitely going to be an announcement this week for for for, for definite of the site, the date, everything. But um, a guy I want to mention to you, Pedro, I don't know if, you've, if you know him too much, a guy here. He's WBA international uh, light heavyweight title holder, a guy named Joshua Bawadzi. Are you familiar with him? No, no I don't. Talk to me. He's he's 13-0. And, um, and, you know, they're the, the touting him as the next light heavyweight version of John Mugabe. He fights next Saturday against uh, another unbeaten guy, 15-0. and 0. He hasn't really fought anyone, but nonetheless, he's 15-0. and 0. Daniel uh, uh, Blender dos Santos. Um, and, you know, the, it, it, it'll make for a good fight because I think we'll find out which way uh, Boazzi is going. Um, at the moment, he's just blowing everyone out, and, and he's looking good and polished doing it, you know. You, you Great body shot punch.
5: You mentioned John Mugabe. I remember he, he, he basically ended Marvin Hagler's career in 1985. I mean, Hagler had the... The uh, the Hearns fight and, and and but I mean that that fight with Mugabe that took a lot of miles off Hagler's body and of course Hagler would rumble with Ray Leonard. Ray waited three and a half years after Roberto Duran almost beat Marvin Hagler to fight Marvin Hagler. Ray didn't show the um, the utmost in guts. at sometimes.
8: No, no. Ray 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 was a business fighter, very 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 great fighter. On top of that, but he was a business fighter. He used to. He, he, when he saw the Mugabe fight that that to him was like watching Ali Frazier three. no one no one was going to come back as good again after that fight and he just viewed that as his last opportunity to to, to fight Hagler and the best time to fight him having just fought hands as you said, and then a massive war with John Mugabe. Yeah,
5: you know and, and, and I remember when Hagler the only time I saw Hagler hurt, was when, when Juan Roldan knocked him down. I was there for that. And he got up and he didn't, he said to myself, that didn't, you know, he got up, he got pissed off, got up pissed off and took care of business. But I thought that was the only time I really saw Marvin Hagler hurt, per se.
8: Yeah. And do you know what? That's just reminded me of something. I, I, I've met Marvin at least four times. And the one question I never ever asked him, strangely enough, was who hit him the hardest? I never asked him that.
5: You know, he and I went back and forth over that Leonard scorecard. We we, we, argued, in, we argued in Mexico City. We argued in uh, Malaga, Spain. We argued in Barcelona. I mean, everywhere, we seemed to hook up the, the International Boxing Hall of Fame one time. So it seemed like any time that he and I got together, we debated the, the Leonard decision. I kept telling him, look, you gave away the first four rounds. This, this is how I put it to him so he didn't beat me up. I said, you probably gave away the first four rounds, and then you allowed Leonard to steal three rounds down the stretch. I did that so I didn't get slugged.
8: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I've watched that fight numerous times. I'm a massive fan of both, particularly Hagler. But, you know, come on, I, I, I score every time for Leonard, every time. Yeah.
5: Um, we've got uh, a light, I take that back, the 140 pound championship going on May 22nd, of course, on ESPN. Your guy, Josh Taylor, taking on Jose Ramirez, of course, this is for the, all the belts at 140 pounds. Um, who, Ramirez is a slight favorite here. Now, you're going with your guy. Tell me why.
8: I just get good. I get good reports about him in the gym. He's he's a he's a dedicated fighter. He makes the weight well. He's uh, he's looking as I say, he's looking good in training. Um, he's very much the flavour uh, of everyone in this country at the moment, and I just hope they're just not you know hope they're just not getting carried away with him. I don't think they are. Um, everyone I speak to says he's the real deal. So we'll wait and uh, we'll wait and see. But like you say, Ramirez is the. Is the slight favorite, but you know that means nothing.
5: And this will be on ESPN. So when they show these fights in the UK now, is, this, is ESPN fights? Are they on Sky Sports still?
8: No, we've got we've got ESPN on our. So, you know, depending on what what package you get with your sports network, you get ESPN as well. Okay, so what's Sky
5: Sports doing uh, as far as Barry Hearn taking his his boxing and going to zone? Are they freaking out?
8: Oh my God, he's trying to pull. He's good. He's trying to pull the ultimate Atlantic Swimming Challenge. By working with both, it, it, surely that can't work. He's trying to say he'll do uh, UK work with Sky Sports, but he'll go on the worldwide stage with the Zone. That's not what Sky Sports want. Sky Sports want, you know, they want they want all the big events on on their uh, on their on their network shows. You know.
5: You know, I don't know who the British chick was that was the headliner was uh, was uh, headlining the broadcast last night, but I thought she did a good job.
8: Yeah, she's not bad. Her name slips me, but she, she, she's she's uh, she's a. She hosts every uh, Sky Sports boxing show, and you know she knows her stuff. You know her and Johnny Nelson and uh, and the guys. You know they, they they know well. You know. You know how come? You know although I will say this that that the British
5: announcers will pull for their guys, and see, but they're they're really honest about it. In other words, if a guy's a decided underdog, you get the aforementioned announcers you just mentioned. They'll come out and they'll say, you know. I, I wish him the best, but he's but he's got a long road to haul, things like that. So they're pretty honest about their, their boxing over there in the UK. Of course, that's where boxing started. The Marcus Queensbury started, what, eight? What, what You were back Weren't you alive when Marcus Queensbury started boxing, Kenny?
8: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Marcus Queensbury is, yeah.
5: <laughs> okay. May 29th, Nordin Ubali taking on Nonito Donaire. Is Donaire like. I think it was July seventh, July seventh, two thousand and seven. 2007, he knocked out Victor Archinian on Showtime to capture the World Flyweight Championship. That's a long
8: time ago. Should he still be fighting, Kenny? As long as as long as he's happy to do it, and his you know his cornermen and his management team are looking after him, you know that's that's the main thing. You know who who is to say when a fighter shouldn't be. Uh, Shouldn't be allowed to be fighting, you
5: know? Okay, here's what's up. Now, I can, I can get you a fight with the winner of the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight. Are you interested?
8: <laughs> I saw the charade on YouTube with the two of them, you know?
5: Well, I, you didn't answer my question.
8: I'd fight the two of them
5: in the same night. I'd fight them both at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe it. I. Hey, the con is on. I mean, PT Barnum said PT Barnum, the guy that started the Ringling Brothers and Barnum uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus, he's the one that said there's a sucker born every minute. Anybody who's willing to buy this chump Logan Paul against Floyd Mayweather and call it a boxing match is a sucker. Yeah. Yeah.
8: yeah. I just can't. I just. I don't. I just don't even know where the interest is in that. In, in that. That escapade. really don't. What?
5: The reason why you don't understand the interest is that you're a boxing fan. This isn't a boxing fan's fight. This is a YouTube fan's fight.
8: Yeah, yeah.
5: You know. Anyway, what do you think? What you think, Andy Ruiz, in his first comeback fight under the on, under
8: under Team Canelo? Do you think he looked good last week? Do you know what? He, 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 it was a difficult fight for. him. Morello looked look well. Um, to be honest with you, it surprised me when he got dropped a couple of times. I thought, you know, I thought his chin was made of sterner stuff than that. But, you know, um, I was looking at Ruiz fighting um, uh, Deontay Wilder. I think on, on that show, and I think that would be a bad match. Now, I think. Yeah, he-
5: that, that right, that right hand coming coming down the pike. That that would probably that probably would take him out. No doubt about that. Now, as far as <laughs> as far as Joshua and and Fury is concerned, you still going with Fury on that?
8: No doubts about it. No doubts about it. Yeah.
5: Okay. And if Fury was uh, ringside last night for the Billy Joe Sanders fight, and you know he looks really skinny, he looks really in shape, has he been off too long? Is there's, is there, In other words, you can be in, there's a big difference between being in the gym and fighting.
8: Yeah. I mean, this is the th- this is what I've been saying all along. The longer this fight goes, uh, it takes to come off, the, the less likely of being able to confidently pick a winner because the two of them is going to go stale in the gym and, um, you know, they just need to get this fight on now while they're both fresh and, and not going stale, et cetera, et cetera, you know? You know what I'm talking about. You need to you need to fight to stay fresh, you know? Okay.
5: One of the lightweights, before the last question for Sir Kenneth Rainford. One of the lightweights uh, rocking 135 pounds is one of the WBC champions. Devin Haney, born in San Francisco, undefeated 25-0, taking on Jorge Linares on May 29th. That's on The Zone.
8: Is Haney the real deal, or is he a lot of hype?
11: Hmm.
8: I think it's. I think it's a difficult question to answer at this moment in time. I think two, two, maybe one or two more fights down the road against decent opposition, you'll you'll get that answer. Good enough,
5: Sir Kenneth Rainford. We always love you, we'll Carl. Call it the Raincast, no doubt about that. You have a great week. We thank you so much for your time, and of course, you're the man when it comes to UK. Sir Kenneth Rainford is my guy. No problem. Anytime, buddy. Thank you, my brother. Of course, Sir Kenny coming to us live from the UK. May 29th, as I said, Nornito Donaire, Hook it up for the former champion. Of course, living across the bay in Newark, California. He's got a beautiful wife. His wife calls a shot. She's his manager. Think about that. He's still fighting like a 40 years old, and his wife's a manager. What do you think? She's sort of like pushing him up the stairs? I think so. Too old to fight. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is my buddy Lenny Williams and Tower of Power. This time it's real. Sitting across from me. That it could happen
11: in a special way, I wish made. I wish I-
6: How can I promote my new curbside pickup service?
7: It's possible with Staples Connect.
6: I need
0: custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples
7: Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com signage for details.
3: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select SuperStart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, SuperStart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with SuperStart batteries
1: only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh,
3: oh, oh, O'Reilly! with Pedro Fernandez. If you give me enough money, I'll find my own mother. That is just a
0: fact of life.
5: The Mighty Tower of Power back, Monster on a Leash LP. Back in 1992, of course, Tom Bowes on lead. Little short white dude singing lead for the Tower of Power. That was a bit of a twist because Tower of Power, of course, 50 years in the business, always had African-American lead singers. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. We bring in uh, former WBC regional champion Eddie Primetime Croft running B Street Boxing on there in San Mateo. Eddie, are you home?
14: I am home.
5: So how long were you on the road?
14: Uh, About six weeks, a little under that. Uh, But, you know, it, it, it was great being just... in in an environment where you could focus on the fight and focus on training, and that's why, like, training camps and camps going away are always so good.
5: So what's there to do inside? What can you do besides train in Ukraine? Uh, You know what?
14: We're in Kiev, so it's like any other big city. But but the the issue right now is everything was shut down um, due to, you know, COVID, so there wasn't much to do. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Let's talk about your
5: fighter. Which, I have a hard time saying his name. Say it for me.
14: Evgeny Shevdenko. Okay.
5: <laughs> okay. Well, his fight got canceled. Did he get a couple of bucks for that?
14: Uh, no, because, you know, the way that the, the contracts work out for a lot of the European fighters is that they sign a deal with the promoter, and the promoter, um, you know, will pay him monthly, or, or you know, they, they, so they get, like, a, a salary. Cool. So,
5: no. Yeah, yeah. Well, the salary. The, 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 hey, listen, I've always been of the opinion. I remember when Emmanuel Stewart had a big sponsor. I well, won't even mention her name, but was, he had this female sponsor. She was giving all his guys paychecks. All oh, everybody, everybody got a paycheck. Everybody was happy, of course. And then when things went bad, the paychecks were still there, and that's what they were able to fall back on. Those paychecks.
14: Right. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that's that's the thing. I so, you know, I, I I'm not sure what's the best way to do it, you know, as far as fighters go. So the way, the way that they do it in Europe, they pay them salaries, and then, you know, they keep tabs on everything, right? And then when they go, when they're, they're like, fighting on another promotion show and they're getting paid, then they'll deduct that from what the fighter owes them until they, that's, you know, until they, they recoup all their investment is when, you know, all the, the, the purse money goes to the fighter. Okay.
5: Now, they've got these different companies around the world, these, these, these tech firms are getting into boxing and this and that, dropping money in boxing. Is that good from your perspective? You're a manager and a trainer and things like that. Do you like the tech money?
14: Um, well, you know, I, mean, I haven't seen, like, a huge tech influx from, like, any of the giants, like Amazon or Google or anything like that. But, you know, I mean, like these other companies that are, like, streaming services like the zone or triller or anything, you know, uh Fight T V or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. I mean I think I think it's good for you know, any any like revenue stream is is good for boxing in my opinion.
5: Okay, is Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul good for boxing?
14: Uh I yeah. I mean I don't I don't see why it's bad. It's an you know, it's an exhibition fight, It's not real. They you know they're doing their best to make it look real, but so you know i mean if it you know you can't like you can't fault the guy for making a ton of money over a farce
5: okay but but Logan Paul couldn't lick a stamp if you wet his tongue
14: exactly that's <laughs> you know like i said you can't you can't fault the guy for for making a buck, even if it's like a complete fabrication, okay.
5: Last night we saw the King of Boxing Canelo Alvarez, in action of course against Billy Joe Sanders. Some people had some issues with the way the fight ended. I didn't because of the fact that when a guy is hurt and when the fight's no longer competitive, it's time for the fight to end. Um what was your what was your take on the entire evening?
14: Well, you know, I, I'm I felt like that Canelo was he looked sharp and and dominant and I you know, I I don't know about the the whole a lot of people are giving Billy Joe Saunders a hard time because he gave what's the guy's name uh, Dubois, uh, Daniel Dubois. He gave him a hard time when he when he quit yeah. because of his eye socket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, you know that that's more the issue. I like, I, uh, you know, I, I think ten years ago, fifteen years ago, yeah, people say you know, yeah, you fight with one eye, one arm, one leg until so you can't breathe, right? But, okay. You know, guys, the guys are kind of different nowadays. Okay. You know, they, yeah. So it's it's not the same as it was when when we were fighting.
5: Okay, how good is the kid from San Francisco, Devin Haney, the undefeated WBC champion, twenty five and zip, taking on Jorge Linares, the twenty ninth on the zone for the WBC or one of the WBC titles? How
14: good is he? You know what? I think he's very skilled. Um, you know, do I think he is, is going to transcend to be a, a you know, a, a generational talent. I'm, I'm not sure about that. But you know, he is definitely, he is definitely gonna be. he's definitely going to beat Lenars. I've you know, Lenars is is really worn So yeah, you know, I mean, he he's going to run through him, and you know, it'll be a one sided fight. I don't know about the stoppage, but it'll definitely be one sided. Um, and I you know, I don't know. I I don't know if he can beat Teofimo Lopez. Yeah, nobody. not I'm not sure about that.
5: I don't think anybody can beat Tiafimo Lopez Eddie Cross, our guest, of course, the former WBC regional champion, the man that runs B Street Boxing down there in San Mateo. Now, I was down there in San Mateo. I got a pizza at Amici's the other day. And are you are you too far from Beach Amici's or what?
14: No, I'm half a block away.
5: Half a block away from meet you. So in San Mateo, California, you want to go get a pizza and see some boxing as well. Eddie Cross prime time. At prime time, Eddie Cross got the B Street boxing going on. So can people come in the gym and look at stuff going on if they
14: want? Yeah, they can come in. They can take classes. Um, you know, I have classes for, you know, everyday normal fitness classes for normal people. Um, we start at five thirty in the morning. And you know, go throughout the day. So yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're open for business, and uh, you know, come okay. on back.
5: Okay. So how do they get in contact with Primetime Eddie Croft? You got a
14: website? Uh, you know, check my website. Um, All my contact info is on there. Uh, bstreetboxing.com.
5: Bstreetboxing.com. Now, Ryan Garcia pulled out of his fight with um, uh, I can't Javier Fortuna. Claiming mm-hmm. mentally emotional issues, this and that. Hector Martinez jumped all over him, and Hector gets anxiety attacks. So I thought that was unfair. Um, I've had my share of anxiety attacks and things like that over the over the years. Um, is the kid choking? I mean, how do we deal with this? You're a young, you're a trainer. How do you deal with somebody's fragile emotional status?
14: Um, man, uh, you know that that's always like an issue. You, you know that that you have to like deal with as as a trainer because that you learn. You know the kids. Some kids are are like real strong mentally and go through anything, and there's other kids that are like you know kind of a little fragile. So you have to deal with them, um, kind of with with you know just like real soft hands, right? You can't mm-hmm. you can't be real rough with them. So yeah. You know, know i like I don't know you know i I feel like the change of trainers and someone um you know someone that that hasn't been with him from the beginning I, unless it, you know his dad is there every day I don't know you know i like I couldn't tell you but okay. i just I just feel like you know this is something that that should have been you know under control since he you know, been a kid because they've been grooming him for this moment since he's been young. Okay, right. So, you know, and, so that's you know, that, it, like that, that. That in that case is, is specific. But you know, mental health. You know, like it, boxing is hard, man. Boxing is hard, and you're going out there with a lot of pressure, and and you know that you could die, right? So yeah, like there's you're going to have anxiety attacks, and you're going to have to you're going to have to be mentally strong for those things.
5: The dressing room, Eddie. I mean, imagine this the Golden Gloves 1981, the Cow Palace. I fought in the 29th bout. The 29th bout, and they had two rings. So they were bringing guys back to my locker room on stretchers. They were bringing guys back with broken noses and tooth, uh, uh q tips sticking out of their noses and on stretchers and laid out. I mean, it was so my trainer said to me, We can't look at none of this. We can't look at none of this because it was because
14: <laughs> I was starting to get anxiety.
11: <laughs>
14: well, see, I mean, and and the problem is the trainer was getting anxiety too,
11: right?
14: <laughs> so that's that. You know, like as a fighter, you're going to feed on that. You're going to feed on that energy. So, you know, I, like my fighters usually stay relatively calm because I'm kind of a laid back guy. You know, when it comes to that. Mm-hmm.
5: Terence Crawford and Earl Spence, uh, will they ever fight at 147 pounds? Where does prime time go on that one?
14: Dude, I certainly hope so. Um, and I'm. I'm leaning towards Crawford. Why? You know what? Because I feel like that he's, you know, he's real, he's multi-dimensional. He can fight going backwards. He can fight coming forward. He's a little, you know, like, not not that his defense is bad, but he thinks so much about offense that he'll get caught with shots. Um, But, you know, he's always been able to, like, shake that off and come back even harder. So you know, I, I just like the versatility of his attack, um, not not necessarily just you know the switching of stances, but just how he how he can uh, switch it up from inside outside. He you know good at judging distance. He follow follow punches back and, and you know be sharp with counter counter punches. So I'm i you know I just I just feel like he he has more tools to to use and and he'll be able to expose or or use those against. Against
5: money, like, um, Bay, Fili- Bay Area Filipino icon, Nonito Donaire, 40 and 6, uh, 26 kills. Of course, he blasted on the boxing team when he knocked out Victor Chinian on July 7, 2007, 7707. 7, 7. Bottom line is, he's still fighting, and he's going to take on a guy by the name of Nordin Obali, who's 17-0 that's going to take any place in Carson, California uh, later this month. Is it time for Nonito to just walk away?
14: uh I, I don't know like he I mean he's been fairly competitive in the fight uh he, you know even though he's been on the losing end um in, 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 with uh in a way he, he I mean he busted his eye socket open so i like I don't know yeah i like if he feels like if he wants to fight and and, and you know he's not showing any signs of C P E then. You know, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're paying him, so go ahead.
5: Okay. Prime time. Eddie Croft is our guest. Of course, B Street Boxing is his uh, his lair down there in, in San Mateo, California. <laughs> now, if Canelo Alvarez is the best fighter pound for pound, who's number two? Crawford. Uh.
14: What's that? Yeah, I I, I, I
5: say
11: Crawford.
14: Okay. Even
5: you know, I, I will say this about Crawford: one hundred thirty-five, one hundred forty pounds, one hundred forty-seven pounds. He still hasn't had that signature fight, and Spence hasn't had the signature fight neither. They both really need each other.
14: Yeah, although Crawford maybe hasn't had a signature fight, I mean, you know, he, he's won titles at, in multiple weight divisions with the undisputed you know, champ at 140. Um, you know, he's got a lot to, you know, a lot behind his legacy, I feel like, but um, I mean, it would be great to have him, you know, fight a, a, another fighter in the in the pound for pound, you know, equation, right? That and that's what you're looking for, as a boxer and you know, becoming champion. You want you want that type of fight, where okay. where you know, it's not only not only are you unifying titles, but you're fighting somebody that that's on the pound for pound list just like you are. Okay. Um, so you know, I mean, I would, like I don't know why they aren't both like yelling for it. You know what I mean? Like, It's really weird to me. I just don't get it.
5: Primetime Eddie Croft, one more time. Run that website by me.
14: Uh, www.bstreetboxing.com and all my contact info is on there.
5: That's Primetime Eddie Croft. Eddie, thanks for the time, brother.
14: Hey, thank you so much.
5: Primetime Eddie Croft, San Mateo, California, Mr. Boxing Trainer Extraordinaire. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Check out the website, wbcboxing.com.
6: 800-754-4531
3: now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it
5: 57 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live worldwide. Check it your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA, often imitated but never duplicated. If you sat here for the last two hours or even one hour of this show, you realize that we are a little bit different. Of course, I come to you every, each and every Sunday at, for two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time, but I also come to you on Saturday, same channel, same time, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday show is one hour. Of course, we come to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, and, and get this, as soon as this show's over with, It'll go up on Twitch.tv as far as a live broadcast is concerned. In fact, tomorrow they'll change it into highlights. But you'll have all the Twitch broadcasts are available at Sports Byline USA and the Twitch.tv, twitch.tv Sports Byline USA channel. Now, got to congratulate Canelo Alvarez, no doubt about that. I mean, fighter of the year, fighter of the decade. Call him what you want. You can't blow him up enough, okay? You just can't. He is the king of boxing. And, of course, Mr. Billy Joe Sanders Four breaks to his orbital bone last night, and people will call him a PU1 or what? PUSS. You know what? Come on, man. I just can't believe that boxing fans, especially ex boxers, are that primitive that they want guys to go out there and get killed. Once a guy gets beat, the fight's over with. In fact, if you were taking that type of beating, I would throw in the towel for you, my brother. So I don't want you taking that kind of beating. And guess what? Billy Joe Sanders shouldn't have been taking that kind of beating. After his, after his body was broken, this was broken four times. Call it a day. It's over. Next week, of course, Boxing Rockin' and rolling. ESPN+. Plus. You've got to have the app. If you don't have the app, shame on you. you got to have the app. Also got to have the Zone, DAZN. Of course, DAZN comes to you at $19.99 a month. If you have it on the grandfather plan like I do, he's been around a long time, you get it for $9.99 a month. But the bottom line is, the Zone's got it going on. they got the big fights, and of course... The heavyweight championship of the world is going to go down on the zone. Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Whenever that fight goes down, wherever it goes down, it will be on the zone. Until next time, you've been tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I want to thank my most beautiful co-host here today, Miss Vega. She was here having a great time, so I want to thank her for her time today. And, of course, thank my producer, Mr. Scott Cuddy. I want to thank my man, the godfather, Larry Merchant, Kenny Rayford, Aaron Snow, and, of course, the man, Canelo Alvarez. Until next time. There's a million things you could be doing right now. The fact you're listening or watching Ring Talk Live Worldwide, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect.